Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. And welcome aboard Hour 2 of RM World Travel, everybody. We appreciate you being here with us for America's number one travel radio show. Robert and Mary back with you. We'll have Rudy coming back to the show towards the bottom of the hour. Uh, if you just tuned in, we have, you know, frankly, we had a full hour one. Uh, you can always catch archives of the program on our website at rmworldtravel.com. The four most recent broadcasts also run on our 24-7 tunein.com channel when we're not live. For this opening segment, uh, Mary and I, we're going to share some of the new travel polls that are up on our website. We talked about that last hour. We're going to get into that. There's an interesting travel study that was just released that caught my attention. We're going to discuss that momentarily as well. I think you'll all find that interesting. At least I hope you do. Uh, And we'll also try to get to some of the travel news that we have in this pile that keeps growing, Mary. So let's kick off the hour by sharing what's coming up. All right. Sounds good. Coming up in hour two of the show today in our personal connection segment, UNESCO's Giotti Hosagrahar will join us from France to detail and discuss their creative city networks. Rudy will rejoin the show to speak with Wall Street Journal humor columnist Joe Queenan about his ideas on solving the issue of too many tourists in Barcelona and Venice. There will be a Deals of the Week segment. And towards the end of the hour, we'll meet a retired Michigan couple who spends about a third of the year living on a Cunard cruise ship. But uh, since we didn't get to travel news and we had a live guest last hour, why don't we, um, why don't we, uh, well, you know what, let's do the travel polls. We love to do the travel polls. We'll do the travel polls. They can be found at uh, our website, rmworldtravel.com, but let's, um, let's tell everyone what they are. All right. So the first question that we're asking is, what's your ideal vacation or trip? You're going to have six options you can choose from. And the second question that we're asking uh, this week, it's going, or it is, uh, what's your, what's the main criteria for choosing flights? And there are six options you can choose from. So, as Mary just mentioned, go vote at rmworldtravel.com when you have a moment today or this week or Monday or Tuesday, whatever it is, and we'll share the results with you next week. So now, Mary, uh, I want to talk about this survey that caught my attention this week, as it may shed some light on the question that we wondered about last uh, week on the show uh, and regarding the poll that we had like two weeks ago, regarding people and their travel habits. And I saw something from Zipcar. You know, if you're not familiar with Zipcar, folks, they're the they're part of the Avis Budget Group, um, and they're a car-sharing uh, network that's out there. Well, they polled over 2,000 Americans, and they it, it's regarding you know, kind of for summer their summer travel plans and so forth. First thing that jumped out to me was 54% of the people that responded to this said that they did not take a summer vacation in 2017. thought that was... Kind of mm. uh, a little over 50% of the people crave more spontaneity in their life, uh, and almost 71% <laughs> want to shake up their daily routines, which we're all for and we love. Absolutely. But the thing that got to me, about 55% of people said that they have a local landmark in mind within 30 miles of where they live that they wanted to check out and that they haven't, and 80% of them said that they've identified a restaurant nearby that they want to try, but they haven't. So... What are some of the reasons why, and this comes back to what we were talking about, tight budgets 
and time were cited as the biggest barriers to getting out and exploring these things. People are too busy. So the restaurant one, 80%? Did you say 80%, 80% of yeah, all polls? Of a restaurant nearby. Yeah. yeah, so that one surprises me just because I think that's a little bit easier to do. The landmark within 30 miles, not visiting a landmark. Uh, that might be a destination for tourists, but I, that doesn't surprise me. All right. Well, they have certain parts. Since we're a national show, we've got certain parts of the country. And, um, you know, uh, our engineer, uh, Bobby, he's where this show is being uh, produced from is down in Dallas, even though Mary and I are in New York. We have Rudy up in Minnesota. We're covering it all. Uh, so, Bobby, I'm going to ask you're going to be able to cover the Midwest part of the country. Uh, I'll ask you, since you're in Dallas, have mm-hmm. you ever been to the Gateway Arch in St. Louis? No. You have no, well, okay. No, so no, no. I, I, very, I very rarely ventured out of Dallas. <laughs> well, it's okay. So you fit into 74% of people that live in the Midwest saying that they've never been to the Gateway Arch. And by the way, I'll ask you this. Have you probably answered this, but have you ever been to Chicago for their famous deep dish pizza? I have not. I, I've had the deep dish style as it's been interpreted here in Texas, but I mean, no, I've, I've never actually not, gone not to Chicago. Same. No, 50% I know. 50% of the people that live in the Midwest have never been to Chicago for deep dish pizza. All right. So, okay. So, Mary, now here we are in the East Coast. Uh, 53% of people say that they've never been to the Empire State Building. Well, okay. So, we've been, but we've only been for specific reasons, right? Like on a school field trip when I was 12, oh. and then we took our kids. Oh, but we've been. Well, yeah, so I'm a little surprised that that percentage is so high for never going. But of the people that live in the Northeast have never been to Maine for a lobster. Well, all right. And yeah. here, here, let's just go to the West Coast. Last two, and, and, and either one, Bobby or Mary, you can. So, 76 percent of people on the West Coast have never been to Alcatraz. I don't know why you wouldn't do that if you're on the West Coast. Yeah, that's a high okay. number. And Bobby, right, right back to where you are. 59 percent of people on the West Coast have never been to Texas for barbecue. Shame on them. That that is that is a shame. We we had some great barbecue when you came down to Dallas recently. We did absolutely. We did yes, we did, Bobby. So I don't. Know. And Rudy is always, and we support this too. We always talk about how you really don't have to go far away you, uh, to travel and enjoy things. Um, so there are certainly it's a good reminder yeah. that there's a lot around us if we just get out and exactly enjoy just, it. Just go experience. Put yourself in a different environment. Yeah. Your life will be happier, uh, and you'll thank all of us for it, and you'll thank yourself. So. All right, uh, we've got about two minutes and change, Mary, left. So what's jumping out to you in the news pile that we have here? So I have one thing in particular that jumped out at me this week. If you're a fan of Trafalgar Tours and you are dreaming of a trip to Africa, then you're going to be happy to know that for the first time you'll be able to book a Trafalgar trip to the sub-Saharan countries of Namibia, uh, Botswana, Zambia, Kenya, and Tanzania starting this December. They are also going to offer a tour to South Africa, which, believe it or not, they have not offered since 2001. Hmm. Uh, The trips will be more intimate than an average European Trafalgar tour, which is generally about 40 to 45 guests. Uh, These African trips will hold between 12 and 15 with, I believe, the Botswana will actually only be for about four to five people. So intimate, but um, also typical of Trafalgar, very valuable on pricing. We looked at the pricing, so. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. So this, I'm just going to say, you know, uh, I saw something this week, JetBlue Airways, they are the latest airline to tighten rules for passengers flying with emotional support animals. I know we've talked about that. Beginning July 1st, only dogs, cats, and miniature horses uh, will be will qualify to fly as emotional support animals under JetBlue's new policies. Um, you're going to also have to let them know 48 hours in advance, and this kind of comes in line with the other airlines. But I have to ask, Mary, 
who travels with a miniature pony? Well, I happen to love horses, so. But the thing with the thing I I don't understand with that is is getting a miniature horse on an airplane, and then is that again? I go back to is this really good for the animal? That's what bothers me. They're about thirty six inches. I went and looked this up, and and they weigh between one hundred and fifty three. Those aisles are tight. Yeah. Yeah. And is take a dog or cat, but leave the pony at home. All right. Quick reminder: connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can do it all at RM World Travel. Up next, we're headed to France for our personal connection segment today. We're going to discuss UNESCO's Creative City Networks. Mary and I return with more RM World Travel in three minutes. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. We use Travel Pro luggage, and we think it's the best. Rudy likes the Max Light Series, their lightest collection with carry-ons weighing about 5 pounds. Robert and I travel with Travel Pro's Platinum Magna 2 Series that contains the patented MagnaTrack wheel system, power scope handle, and contour grip spinners with a perfect finish. Even their Cruise Series is outstanding. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers. Get yours at Macy's, Amazon, and Top Luggage Specialty Retailers. Visit TravelPro.com for savings at their online store or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. In today's digital world, your personal information is everywhere. One weak link and criminals could get in. LifeLock added the power of Norton Security for more protection. LifeLock detects identity threats like your info for sale on the dark web. Norton Security helps protect against online threats like ransomware. No one can prevent all identity theft, cybercrime, or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Join now and get 10% off the low starting price of $7.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Use code RM at LifeLock.com to save 10% or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Falling into bed takes on a whole new meaning when you sleep on a Casper mattress. Their engineers have outdone themselves in creating three unique mattresses that will help you sleep cool and comfortable year-round. Plus, all Casper mattresses are designed to comfort your every move and provide the perfect support for every position you sleep in. Try a Casper for 100 nights in your own home with free shipping and returns. Go to Casper.com and use code RM3 to save $50 on select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com for more info. We've found the king of the superfruits that delivers over 100 antioxidants to keep your body healthy and it's delicious. The muscadine grape has two extra chromosomes versus wine grapes and more antioxidants than blueberries, cranberries, goji, acai, pomegranate, and more. All MightyMuscadine.com products are clinically tested and they offer a full line of products including daily supplements, energy shots, award-winning all-natural 100% muscadine grape juice, and more. Members of our audience receive free shipping when you order at MightyMuscadine.com or there's a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. And we're back. Thanks for listening to those important sponsor messages during the break as they continue to support this program and what Mary, Rudy, and I do each week. Before we talk about UNESCO Creative City Networks in our personal connection segment today, we want to share that today's broadcast is made possible by Cunard Cruise Line. When you travel aboard Cunard, you'll experience a wonderful mix of discovery, relaxation, and sophistication at sea or on land. Enjoy luxury accommodations, grand feasts, and elegant dining rooms. Indulge in literary pursuits, theatrical productions, music, relaxing pools, a lively casino, and an array of experiences on the many ship decks. 
from famous vessels of the past to today's modern Queen Mary II, Queen Victoria, and Queen Elizabeth, Cunard guests travel in unparalleled style. Travel aboard a Cunard cruise, it's an opportunity to write your own ocean adventure encompassed in legendary luxury. For itineraries and destinations, go to cunard.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Our next guest is the Director of Creativity in the Culture Sector at UNESCO. There's an initiative called the Creative Cities Network with 180 cities in 72 countries designated in seven creative fields. We've asked Giote Hosagrahar to join us today to fill us in on how a city's designation as a creative city may impact its reputation as a destination. Hello, Giote. Welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you? Uh, we are well, thanks very much. I appreciate that. We have a good connection with you in France today, so that's a good sign. Uh, you know, I think a lot of us, we're all familiar with the UNESCO's World Heritage Center, which singles out cultural and natural landmarks, you know, like the Great Wall of China and the Canadian Rocky Mountain Parks, for example. But let's begin with you explaining to our listeners what the UNESCO Creative City Networks is. Can you share a little bit about that with us? Yes, sure, with pleasure. The creative uh, UNESCO Creative Cities Network was created in 2004. Uh, the idea was to promote cooperation with and among cities that have identified and have committed to making creativity a key factor in their sustainable development of the cities. And today the cities, uh, we have 180 cities in 72 countries, and they are in seven creative fields. And what are those fields? And the members, the fields uh, include crafts and folk art, design, film, gastronomy, literature, media arts, and music. Okay. Okay. And the cities... Sorry. Sorry, Giote. So I can understand that the cities, when we think of cities, I certainly think they are the hub for cultural expression. What are some characteristics of cities that you believe are directly contributing to sustainable development? That's a very good question. It's not necessarily what their characteristics are, but what they're doing, because essentially what they're doing is placing creativity and creative industries and, and uh, culture at the heart of their development plans at the local level mm -hmm. and also cooperate actively at the international level, which means a lot of uh, the uh, d sustainable development goals around economic, social, and environmental goals uh, can be addressed at the local level uh, using culture as a lever for addressing them. Right, so interesting. So whether it's uh, gender equality or livelihoods or... Uh, sustainable food or, uh, you know, all of those are different ways by which uh, you can be contributing to sustainable consumption and the, all of those can be uh, sustainable cities. Most importantly, Goal 11, for example, mm -hmm. uh, is the way by which cities can be contributing using culture as a lever for making cities more inclusive, more safe, uh, more sustainable. Right. So if you're just tuning in, Robert and I are speaking with the Director for Creativity in the Cultural Sector at UNESCO, Giotti Hosagrahar, in our latest Personal Connection episode. All right. So, Giotti, from a travel and tourism standpoint, you know, how can a creative city designation impact an area as a destination? And here's my point. How do you measure the change? Are some of the cities, are they seeing an uptick, for example, in hotel development or bookings after the designations? How is it being measured? Um, again, our commitment is to support the cities in working towards culture and creativity because, remember, I'm working with the culture sector at sure. UNESCO. And so our effort is to really help the cities uh, to 
maximize the use of their cultural resources, uh, maximize as in really benefit from and benefit all people and make culture and creativity accessible for all people. So we're not really looking at how the cities are benefiting from tourism from it, though we hear from the cities that they're doing so. So it's for the cities to measure how they're benefiting, but I can just tell you that a lot of cities are very interested in the Creative Cities Network, so we know that they're benefiting a lot from it. What we do, uh, what we have been working on is assessment um, systems for measuring how culture is contributing to the sustainable development goals, which includes the economic goals, which includes also uh, how tourism could be impacted. But it includes also the social goals of improving social inclusion and making place more socially cohesive or making them uh, giving opportunities to youth and marginalized people, um, having greater gender equality. So all of those are part of how we look at it. And certainly, I think the benefits uh, to tourism is something that this is a story that the cities themselves can tell uh, more about and something that, uh, that we document only in our um, uh, the stories that the cities tell us. That's a great way to put it. And actually, uh, recently, we had a member of the tourism board for the city of Seattle, Washington, on our show, and we featured that city as a destination spotlight and congratulated them on the fact that they were recently named a city of literature. And for us, here, you know, it's such a it's a great example of the city being able to tell that story, as you just said, because so many travelers think of Seattle as coffee and the Space Needle, and many don't realize that it is a city of books and that that city is very good to its local authors and local writers. So I, I see this as really also raising awareness internationally on so many different levels about these cities, don't you think? Absolutely. I think that that's what we count on, is that, you know, our goal is to make culture and creativity really at the heart of communities, of at the heart of cities, at the heart of sustainable development. Mm-hmm. So we see that the models that these cities offer in terms of uh, how culture and creativity can be used in very innovative ways uh, to achieve uh, these different goals of sustainability as a model that cities, whether they're designated as creative cities or not, can utilize. Because you don't have to be designated a UNESCO creative city to be uh, able to tap into the creative resources mm-hmm. of a city, uh, to tap into culture and be able to see how you can further those goals, make the city more livable, more humane, uh, and, and more community-oriented, more people-centered uh, by following those yeah, principles uh, and those uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. As I am listening to the interview, you know, I'm wondering if the cities have a way to learn from each other. And, you know, for example, let's say a particular project is working well in one city. Is there an opportunity for them to exchange ideas and possibly help attract travelers to another city? Absolutely. Actually, you know, what we do is um, we, uh, that's why it's a network, because it's an exchange. Uh, it's a platform for cities to exchange and also to cooperate. So we, you know, many times cities in one place haven't ever thought about uh, working together with creative uh, people from another city and from another creative field. And uh, what we enable is these sorts of very innovative cooperation uh, between cities uh, that may be, you know, worlds apart. Uh, and at the same time, with the, the platform that we set up, uh, their experiences uh, and their, both the positive experiences and the, the challenges that they face can be shared. We also have, as an obligatory part of their being part of this network, a major annual meeting 
that takes place every year, a summit, where uh, we provide very specific opportunities for all the cities, uh, all the members, to interact with each other, both within each of the sub-network fields, as well as uh, across the different fields, so that you know, these fields are not supposed to be watertight. I mean, you're not a creative city only because you have literature or only because you have music. Very often there are a whole lot of other creative Yeah, there's a myriad of things. Right. Right, yeah. Exactly. And so being able to cross-pollinate between these different areas and seeing how you can enrich uh, and expand the opportunities and the options and how these can feed into more sustainable, better cities in the end, uh, more sustainable cities in the end, uh, is something that we absolutely focus on exchanging. We also develop guidelines and tools for them uh, in this regard. So those are all many different ways by well, which we try to... Giotti, I really have to thank you very much for spending some time with Mary and May today. Very interesting information that you've shared with our listeners. As we said, there were 180 cities, 72 countries, so the UNESCO Creative Cities Network. Appreciate your time. You have a nice day, okay? Thank you very much, Robert. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Giote. Take care. All right. I enjoyed talking with her yeah, a lot so there. Yeah, so interesting. Folks, the website, uh, if you want more information, it's just unesco.org forward slash creative dash cities. unesco.org forward slash creative dash cities. Reminder to please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break as Rudy checks in to carry you through the next two segments before Mary and I rejoin you towards the end of the hour to speak with a couple who spends four months a year living out their retirement aboard a Canard cruise ship. So stay right where you are. RM World Travel is back after these messages. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. If you struggle with sleep problems, you're going to want to check out MyPillow. MyPillow is designed to give you the exact support you need regardless of your sleep position. It has a patented fill. It's made in the USA. They offer a 10-year warranty with a 60-day money-back guarantee, and you can even wash it and dry it. Right now, they've got a great deal. Get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows. To go anywhere, MyPillow's perfect for travel. To get in on this special four-pack deal, go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Listeners, enter code RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors. If you shower or brush your teeth or try to make your hair look presentable, we've got good news for you. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And right now, for just 5 bucks, you can get their Daily Essentials Starter Set. That'll include Body Cleanser, One Wipe Charlie's, Shave Butter, and their Best Razor, the Six Blade Executive Plus 4 Replacement Cartridges. Keep the blades coming for a few more bucks a month. Check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com rm or visit rmworldtravel.com and look under Sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. I'm Rudy Maxa, and this portion of the program is sponsored by the team at Master Built. Now, many of us enjoy grilling our food. Others simply want the best from their backyard cookouts. Well, now you can craft a slow-smoked masterpiece with the help of a Master Built smoker. From propane to electric, analog to digital, whether you're a beginner or a pro, you'll find the 
just the right smoker for your backyard cookout. They're available at Home Depot, Lowe's, Sam's Club, Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, Academy Sports, and more. Visit masterbuilt.com for additional retailers, information, videos, recipes, and quick tips. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Joe Queen is a Joe Queen is a funny guy. He's a funny guy. And if you read the Wall Street Journal every weekend, you'll see his column called Moving Targets that he writes. I know him from days long ago when we were both writing occasionally for uh, a satire magazine, a humor magazine called Spy Magazine out of New York. And uh, he wrote a column this uh, past weekend that touched on our business of the show, which is travel. You know, over the course of the last year, we've talked about cities like Barcelona and Venice that are feeling overrun by tourists. Locals are actually irritated. Locals, local governments are talking about how do you do you put a turnstile on every sidewalk to keep all these people out of here? So Joe took that on in his column last week and uh, and had some, I think, some very clever solutions for places around the world. Joe, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Hi. Okay. In, so in fact, if, I'm going to Barcelona in about a month. I'm sorry. Uh, no, they're, they're, they're overbooked that next month and you can't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, drink. I, so I you, if drink. you were the emperor of the world, or at least the ruler of these places that are saying, "Okay, too many tourists," give us some suggestions of what you might do. Keeping in mind that you are firmly tongue in cheek. No English young men. Period. Just don't let them in. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're they're the single worst. I think people would tell you in Copenhagen or Barcelona or Venice, drunken young English guys. So just full stop. No English people. Can't come in. You, you can let the women in, but the young guys, young English guys, no, can't let them in. We'll send, um, send them all to Prague and Budapest where the beer is cheap, right? Yeah, yeah but, right. but you know, I, I think something that hasn't been tried really yet is um, just like cover up things, like, like get Fisto <laughs> to put shrouds over the Taj Mahal so people can't see it. Just like physically <laughs> cover Stonehenge, because Stonehenge is already behind a fence. Just, like, cover it up with, like, a painter's scaffold and do the same thing with the Bridge of Size. Just put you know those bathroom signs they have, those yellow folding Yeah, out of order, right, yeah. Kidado. Um, Just put those signs up on both sides of the Bridge of Size and say, closed until further notice, and do that for, like, 20 years, and that'll discourage people. (laughs) In fact, I was in London uh, three or four weeks ago, and all of Big Ben, you can't see it. It's no, all covered. You can't see it. That's right. And it's going to be like that for two years. Now, that's not enough to keep people away from London because there are other sites. But what else you got? Take down all the famous paintings. <laughs> like, like the Louvre is a perfect example. <laughs> Just take down the Mona Lisa. Or say that uh, you can only see the Mona Lisa on certain days if you belong to certain ethnic groups. Like on Monday, the Japanese can see it. Tuesday, the Chinese can see it from 12 to 2. Um, you know, Wednesday, the Americans come in. But just just sort of make it more difficult for people um, to do things. Um, you, you know, in New Zealand, they have a huge problem because everybody wants to go out there because they filmed Lord of the Rings there. Right. They're just like the destroying all the property, Mm -hmm. I think they should introduce, like, artificial mudslides. That'll discourage people. (laughs) Or I don't know what kind of wildlife they have in um, New Zealand, but I just turn, like, dogs loose. You know, I just, like, really, really, really... Or 
get people to dress up as orcs, scare the hell out of everybody visiting. You also suggested filling the Trevi Fountain in Rome up with mud yeah. and covering the Blarney Stone with poison ivy. I think those are both very good ideas, Joe. Yeah, I think that I think that in all of these cases, the locals are the locals are are not playing hardball, and that's really what you need to do. You really, they have a good attitude in certain towns like Detroit. Just don't come. You know, <laughs> they don't make it. They don't make Philly's a good place so that's where I'm from. And Philly's basically like, yeah, we don't want you here. Um, but in Philly, you know, one way that they could like completely stop anybody from visiting is just take down the Rocky statue. Because that's yeah. the only reason people go there anyway. Well, that and the Liberty Bell. But, but in all of these cases, the, the, the towns have to take it upon themselves. Who told the French to build the Eiffel Tower? You know, uh, who did? Who did? Yeah. I mean, who told them? Whose idea was it to build um, the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona? I mean, they brought it on themselves. So I a see. combination of wonderful architecture, great art, and cheap alcohol have conspired. And cheap air flights. That's the other thing. Cheap yeah. air flights have just wrecked everything. I mean, yeah, you also say uh, adding a few bed bug surprises to hotels and, uh, and putting frisky rodents in the gym bugs. in Verona. You don't have to add the bed bugs. You just have to uh, rumor that they're about. <laughs> That'll scare people off. And, and, and yeah, but, you know, I think um, in a lot of South American countries, traditionally, they've used death squads to scare off tourists. <laughs> and I'm not totally opposed, opposed to that. I, I, I recommended using death squads to get rid of folk singers years ago, and, and it's worked. <laughs> Joe Queenan is a columnist uh, every weekend in the Wall Street Journal. Thank you, Joe, for joining us. I think all are brilliant ideas, and we'll certainly pass them on to the folks in Barcelona and, and, and elsewhere. Thanks. We'll be right back. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Do you know the majority of bottled waters contain additives, minerals, and other solvents? Some even contain traces of arsenic. Well, Le Bleu Premium Ultra Water is actually just water, 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen, and nothing else. In fact, it's the only water that meets the definition of water, and Le Bleu's distillation and oxygenation process, it kills and removes all viruses and bacteria. Drink Le Bleu, and you'll know it's the best of the best because it's the perfect liquid for your body. Find it at top grocers nationwide at lebleu.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get to your dreams faster. Because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Insurance. 
In today's digital world, your personal information is everywhere. One weak link and criminals could get in. LifeLock added the power of Norton Security for more protection. LifeLock detects identity threats like your info for sale on the dark web. Norton Security helps protect against online threats like ransomware. No one can prevent all identity theft, cybercrime, or monitor all transactions at all businesses. Join now and get 10% off the low starting price of $7.99 a month plus applicable taxes. Use code RM at LifeLock.com to save 10% or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Nothing can ruin your summer quite like being surprised with a huge repair bill when your car breaks down. If it happens after the manufacturer's warranty expires, extended vehicle protection from CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair easy. CarShield provides free 24-7 roadside assistance and a free rental car while yours is being fixed by your favorite mechanic or dealership. Call 800-CAR-6100 and mention code RM or visit carshield.com and use the code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. We've been telling everyone we know about joinhoney.com slash rm, the free browser add-on that saves you money when you shop online. But one of our favorite things is how much better it makes shopping on Amazon. It automatically searches the 2 million sellers on Amazon for the lowest price and even shows the price history of the item so you know if it's a good time to buy. If you're shopping on Amazon or anywhere without this service, you're missing out. All it takes is two clicks to start saving. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash rm or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. You're in RM World Travel. So glad you are. I'm Rudy Max, and this segment of the program is sponsored by joinhoney.com slash rm. That's all one word, join honey. It's a free browser add-on, a browser add-on that searches for discounts in the background while you shop online with your computer. At checkout of any, almost any, uh, any merchant online, it automatically applies uh, the best discounts to your cart to get you the biggest savings. Uh, one of our favorite things about joinhoney.com slash RM is how much better it makes shopping on Amazon because it automatically searches the 2 million sellers on Amazon for the lowest price. It even shows the price history of the items, which means we now know whether we should buy or wait for the price to come down. Uh, joinhoney.com RM will also notify you if there's a price drop. If you're shopping online for travel items or whatever without this free service, you're missing out on big savings. It just takes two clicks to add to your browser for free. So when you're online, go to joinhoney.com slash RM, or you can find the link at rmworldtravel.com and put this ad on under your computer, and it'll every time you buy something, it'll tell you just before you buy whether you're getting a discount from honey.com. I uh, want to do some deals of the week. There are a lot of airfare deals now. Why? Well, because in summer, there are fewer business travelers, more leisure travelers, but fewer business travelers, so fares tend to be fairly low. Iceland Air, the low-cost airline out of Iceland, has got a, I mean, a whole round of uh uh, special fares. Now they don't. They're good only beginning in September of this year, but they run through December. The fares are laughable. One one way flights to Rome and Madrid start at two hundred and five dollars in economy, five hundred and seventy four dollars in premium economy. One way flights to Stockholm, two ten in economy. Uh, it, it's just it's just crazy. Uh, they're they're offering deals to Amsterdam, Stockholm, Paris, Copenhagen, London, Oslo, and Zurich. And Iceland fly, Icelandic, Iceland Air, excuse me, flies out of Boston, Denver, D.C., New York, Chicago, and Philadelphia. Keep in mind, Iceland Air does stop in Reykjavik, Iceland, 
uh, en route. So these aren't nonstop flights. And one of the other most famous uh, low-cost carriers, Norwegian, um, is adding one-way flights to Rome and Madrid starting at two oh five. Uh, two hundred and five dollars in economy, five seventy four in um, in uh, premium. One way flights to Stockholm at two ten economy, eight ninety in premium. Um, now the Oakland to Rome service and Los Angeles to Stockholm are just during the summer, but they're adding flights to, uh, in the fall. Fort Lauderdale to Paris, L A to Paris, and Oakland to Paris. So check out Norwegian as an option for low cost fares to Europe. And again. You know, it's a low-cost airline, so you will pay for your check baggage and, and perhaps some other extras. Keep that in mind. If you're a Best Western hotel stayer, they've got a small reward for you for all summer. If you uh, stay one time between now and September 3rd in a Best Western, they'll give you a $20 gift card. Now, that card will expire 120 days after issuance, so be sure to use it. You can access that offer on Best Western's website. Singapore Airlines has what's called and known in the business as secret flights. They're... There are flights that you don't normally see. For example, if you look for a nonstop flight between L.A. and New York, you're probably not going to find Singapore Airlines listed. But they fly that because they're en route to somewhere else. So they have secret fares that are lower than normal. You can fly business class nonstop from Kennedy to Frankfurt Airport for as low as $2,300 round trip. Nonstops from L.A. to Tokyo and Seoul sell for as low as $3,500 and $3,400 round trip. Um, this is, these fares are good for uh, travel until December 31st. And Singapore Airlines is uh, not a discount airline. That's quite nice. Uh, looking for a new credit card to give you a lot of miles for Marriott, a lot of points on your Marriott card? Well, Chase would like you to consider their card, their new Marriott card. You will get 100,000 Chase points, which is a very, very uh, a generous offer. But here's the hook. You've got to spend 5000 in the first three months on that card on your account. You'll get six points for every dollar you spend at Marriott and Starwood Properties and two points on everything else. You'll also get a free award night each year you hold the card. The annual fee is fairly modest at $95. And what else have we got? Oh, this is Hainan Airlines, H-A-I-N-A-N, to China. Round trip below $500. Hainan Airlines serves Beijing and Shanghai and some secondary uh, cities in China's interior as well. Plenty of seats are available. I mean... $443 round trip between Seattle and Shanghai. It's worth flying to Seattle just to catch that flight. 490 round trip between San Jose and Beijing. Really worth looking into. Now, those fares are valid until the end of the year if you purchase. Here's a, here's a, a small type. If you purchase by this month, the end of June. That's Hainan Airlines, H-A-I-N-A-N, for inexpensive flights in coach to China. Okay, those are the deals of the week from uh, my desk. Now, stick around. In the next segment after this break, Robert and Mary are going to introduce you to a couple. This couple really likes to sail on cruise ships. In fact, they like to sail on a particular cruise ship, and you're not going to believe how long they will spend in a year and how much money they spend sailing the world. Stick around. Robert and Mary next right here on Arm World Travel. Join the Travel Trio by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. To 
To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Nice to have you back with Mary and me for the remaining few minutes of this week's broadcast. And this portion of the program is sponsored by LifeLock. If you were fumbling around in the dark and someone handed you a flashlight, you'd take it, right? Nobody wants to be left in the dark, and the same goes for spotting threats to your identity and data on your devices. The digital world is full of connections, and all it takes is just one weak link to let criminals get in. Fortunately, new LifeLock Identity Theft Protection now adds the power of Norton Security, so join them now at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RM. You'll save 10% or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. At first glance, our next guests, Linda and Martin Weissman, appear to have retired in a fairly common way by spending two-thirds of the year in their home in Michigan and one-third of the year away in a cabin. But when we add that this is a ship's cabin, that's where common ends. Joining us on the line are the Weissmans to share why they've chosen to spend four months of every year since 2007 aboard a Cunard cruise ship. Hello, Linda. Thanks for joining Mary and me today on the show. Hi, glad to be with you. I understand that uh, Martin was going to join us, but uh, you left him in Michigan, huh? I left him in Michigan, so you just got me. <laughs> okay, well, that's all right, so no problem at all. You know, these around-the-world voyages that you and Martin, that you're taking for up to four months at a time with Cunard, they are, you know, you're seeing so many different places in that. Love to know, what made you choose a luxury ocean liner as compared to, like, most people that might get a condo somewhere in Florida or Southern California or maybe even Hawaii? Well, to tell you the truth, we did have a condo in Florida, in Boca, for 20 years, and we sold it because our children, everybody grew up, got married, were all in different places, didn't want to come to Florida anymore, and one day I came home and my husband said to me, how would you like to go and see China, Australia, Africa, Japan, New Zealand? I said, well, how are we doing that? He said, on the QE2. Canard World Voyage, 25th anniversary around the world. I said, oh, no, not me. <laughs> I don't do ships. <laughs> I've never been on a ship. I get seasick, and absolutely not. And he said, oh, my husband's a doctor. He said, the drugs are much better now. You could do it. <laughs> so we signed up to do this. I was a nervous wreck, 110 days. For the first time ever being on a cruise, many of our friends said, why don't you try like a five-day cruise to the Caribbean? Yeah, to, to right. test it out, right. To warm up. You do with that before you do 100 <laughs> But he promised me we didn't get on to L.A. the first year. He said, if you don't like it after the first week, we're off. The first week it was five days crossing the Pacific to Hawaii. I was really terrified. So I got all the drugs, and I started taking the drugs three days before I ever got on the ship. <laughs> and um, it. it was, yeah, it was like, and we got on, I was fine. And we happened to be sitting next to people that were doing their 28th world voyage. And they were guiding us. They were in their 80s, and I was listening to everything they said. And after a few weeks, I was perfectly fine. I cut down on the drugs. I stopped taking the drugs. And I also realized that the captains always announce when the weather gets bad. So you, you, were, you were So you good have to go. a little warning. Yeah. Um, Linda, I would like to know, uh, from what we understand, you and your husband have spent about a million and a half dollars since 2007. When you break it down, do you feel that it's worked in your favor? Because really, you've got all your expenses paid, and you're seeing the world getting while, all your meals cooked while for? doing it. Definitely. Definitely mm-hmm. works in, my fa- in our favor. Um, much cheaper. Everything you could never... We are staying in a luxury hotel mm-hmm. for four months, and we could never do, and everything is included. Yeah. Um, all the meals are included. Um, uh, I mean, everything you want to do, you don't have to worry about. 
and it's definitely cheaper. I mean, when we had our condo, we were getting every every summer I was getting calls. The dishwasher's broken. The air conditioning's leaking. This needs to be fixed. That needs to be fixed. There's taxes. There's insurance. The ship is not ours. So it's a hotel. Yeah, well, it's true. Don't have to worry they about just anything. move you into another cabin. You're all yeah. good to go on that. Yeah, let, let me ask you this. Before we put a wrap on today's show, I really would like to know, what's one or two things that you and your husband, you know, you both, when you talk to each other, that keeps you coming back year after year to spend four months on the Cunard ship? We, we love all the services. We love being taken care of. We love everything being done for us. We love being pampered. My husband hates airports. He hates long airplane flights. We can get on the ship in New York, and we, we unpack our luggage. We know, There's no packing and unpacking every week to be in another country, which we hate. We unpack once. We, we wake up every week. We're sitting in another country, in another part of the world. Yeah. There's no airports. There's no suitcases. There's no luggage. And um, it's it's. It's great. Linda, <laughs> with all... We don't have to do anything. We're basically lazy. Yeah, right. Now, this is getting more and more enticing as I hear you talk about this. Linda, do you have a favorite area of the world that you really enjoy visiting? I know that you sometimes don't get off at ports because you enjoy the ship when it's quiet, but is there a port that you absolutely love to visit time and time we again? Really, we really love New Zealand and Australia. Mm. That, yeah. That's a great part of the world. And frankly, more people should go there, and, it, and it's very favorable, too, as far as the dollar. So that that's also a nice thing. And they all speak English. Yeah, that's true. Right. It's very helpful. Yeah, which is really nice. They do drive on the other side of the street, but they all speak English. The people are extremely friendly. But when you're on the ship, it doesn't matter what side of the street that you're on. I mean, <laughs> Linda, listen, we're running. We, we have a hard break on the show, unfortunately. We really do appreciate your time. Continued success on the travels. We love Thank the story. You. We love it. And, and uh, frankly, good for you both for being able yeah. to live out retirement in such a fun way. So Great enjoy the story. weekend. Thanks, Linda. Thank you. Take Bye-bye. care. All right, that was a fun interview. It fascinates <laughs> yeah. me that they are still doing this and love it after yeah. 11 years. And she was up, and she said to a producer beforehand that uh, she wishes she had started cruising earlier in life. So, yeah, pretty uh, cool. But at least she's doing it now, so that's a good thing. Folks, it's time for us to put a wrap on today's edition of our weekly travel get-together. Connect with us, please, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at RM World Travel. Thanks to all of our guests who appeared on the show today with Mary, Rudy, and me. Thanks to our show team for helping us put the program together and to get it to you. Thanks to all of our network affiliates and sponsors, and certainly all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed this week, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.